In 2004, a black bear received substantial media attention for having consumed 36 cans of a Rainier beer in Baker Lake, Washington. After gaining access to a cooler of beer that belonged to campers, the bear avoided cans of bush beer and used its claws and teeth to open and then consume the cans of Rainier. A wildlife agent said at the time that this is a new one on me. I've known them to get into cans, but nothing like this. And it definitely had a preference. Welcome back to the podcast. Today we're drinking another Seattle institutional beer, the fine cravings of a Rainier. I love Rainier beer. It is a beer that I moved out here, and we talked about last week about how Olympia is that like $1, $2 happy hour beer. Rainier is everywhere as a $1, yes. $2 happy hour beer, oftentimes in tall boy. I called Olympia value before. Rainier is value. Pinnacle of value. Which All caps. Lights are shining bright. Value. Value. Value for me. Save you time and money. Uh, Rainier beer. And it is great. It's an it's because the beauty, you know, we've talked about Molson Canadian on the podcast. Mm-hmm. We've talked about Miller Light. We've talked about Olympia. Mm-hmm. All three of those seem to offer value. And again, we promise we'll drink some good beer at some point. But this one, the difference between this beer and the other three we talked about is that this one tastes good as well on, as being ubiquitous. And it, as it, similar to Olympia, it has that pop culture status to it as well. It has a classic, iconic, red swooping R yes. logo. Uh, if you drive through I-5 in Seattle from the airport... You see it just off the highway. It's one of the first things you see as you come into the If you're city. going south, it's to your right. If you're coming north, it's to your left. That's very true in a, in a classic with the Seattle accent. Uh, but the strange part of Rainier is that it hasn't been a Seattle-Washington brewery, brewing company since 1999. You wouldn't know it if you're here because the beer, again, is everywhere. It's revered. People love it. But uh, it hasn't even been here in closing in on 20 years now. So, uh, it's the namesake for our mountain, we named our mountain after this beer and this beer isn't here anymore. It just leaves us. <sighs> not sure if we have oh, the history brother. right on that, but, uh, yeah, it's not just a Seattle beer. I mean, it's a popular beer in all the Pacific Northwest. You'll find it yep. if you go to Portland. Uh, it's currently again, uh, owned by Pabst. So Pabst bought Olympia last week. It bought Rainier. Uh, brewery was closed by Pabst in 1999 and subsequently sold. It is now being brewed out of where? Irwindale, California. Under contract. Under contract. So there's not technically a Rainier brewery. It just means some brewery brews this for them and bottles it or in cans it and things like that. So they're kind of preserving the brand at this point. So for all we know, this could be identical to... (laughs) Uh, Olympia or yeah. some beer that's <laughs> brewed in, elsewhere in but Irwindale. that speaks to the branding, man. <laughs> it does. It does. No, I think this is legitimately a tasty beer, and it has won a couple of awards. Oh, I here we go. On its website, it won in 2016. It won a gold beer. Which, which gold beer? There's so many fucking awards. Is this, yeah, the world, what was the one Miller Lite had won? The, the World Beer, beer Cup. Cup. I believe it's the same one. Now, I'm on Rainier Beers, just their website. Reputable Awards. 2016 crew. World Beer Cup Gold Winner. Wow. Uh, 
but it is good. It, it it's got again like Olympia, a classic iconic can. The tabs of Rainier are red. The rest of the can has that like gold finish to it that you see in a lot of light beers. Um, and don't forget, tabs for trees is their current marketing campaign. You save your tabs, you turn them in, they're going to plant what? a tree for you. Oh, they plant a tree for, for every, every tab. tab. Who do I turn these tabs into? You mail them <laughs> to uh, rainierbeer.com. I will never mail. So in the envelope, you write rainierbeer.com. Yeah, and the postman will figure it out, USPS, 2000tabs.com. Bulging out of the envelope that you <laughs> duct tape together. Right. Uh, they'll know they'll send it right off the highway. One stamp, yeah. And it's on the left if you're going into town. It's yep. on the right if you're coming if back you're out coming of town. If you're coming out of town, which why would you? <laughs> hey, when you're, when there's beer this good here, <laughs> you're here to stay. You, yeah, you said it. Uh, but Rainier, to me, is synonymous with camping out here in the Pacific Northwest. If you're out which in is a campsite, if you're hiking. Beautiful, beautiful place to camp. Gorgeous hike. place to camp. It's a... Uh, I mean, it has the mountains namesake. If you're in the mountains and you're drinking Rainier, life is good yes, out here. Yes, you're set. All of the knocks that Seattle gets, its geography is incredible, and Rainier reflects it well. It's yeah, it's it's a beer that I go to if I'm not if I'm not in the mood for drinking like a craft beer mm-hmm. against even IPAs or anything. If I'm out at a restaurant. And I'm like, uh, I don't know what to do. The first beer I'll get while I look at the rest of the beers and then talk to people who got other beers, I get a Rainier to get a good base in me. Yeah. A lot of people compare this to PBR. They call it like the PBR of the Pacific Northwest. Right. I think this is a little bit easier drinking than a PBR. It tastes better to me. Really? And, um, it's easier than a PBR? I think so. Yeah. Which is a good thing. It's not a bad thing. Yeah. Drinkability. Yeah. Because <laughs> drinkability is way high, baby. Through the roof. To the dairy mill. <laughs> Uh yeah, it's it is certainly a drinkable beer. It's crisp. It it's one of those beers that doesn't taste rotten when it's warm. Yeah, and when you're drinking light beers or when you're going camping, it typically tends to be warm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has like a rich history. As I said, it's again last week we talked a lot about change. Um, Rainier opened its origin dates back to 1854 when they opened a beer in Seattle, first commercial brewing company in Seattle. Uh, renamed the brewery Seattle Brewery and then launched Rainier Beer, which then eventually became the brewery itself. There was the Rainier Brewing Company. Survived the Prohibition era. Uh, produced Rainier Beer until 1916 when Washington act- enacted its own prohibition. Uh, four years before the actual nationwide federal prohibition, which is strange, but that's Washington. Wow. You still can't fucking do... Well, actually, Washington's turned it around with marijuana, but you still can't like gamble here. They have weird regulations in this state. But during the time they opened a brewery in San Francisco where they brewed Rainier beer until 1920 when the amendment was ratified. But it survived Prohibition, relaunched after Prohibition, moved through a, a long history again, shut down again in 1999, then relaunched. It it just seems like it can't go away, and it's closed down They try to kill it. They try to kill it, and it won't go away. It, get, it gets back up again. Hey, I get knocked down, I get up again. Ain't never going to keep me down. No, and that's Rainier's slogan. It says it right on the can. Right on the can, big, bold letters. And perhaps the biggest endorsement of this beer is that black bear from the top of the show who yeah, pushed intense... aside the, the bush beers to consume <laughs> yeah. 36 cans of Rainier. Do you see, it, it, it had substantial media attention, but also it got sick. The bear? Yeah. There's no uh, evidence that the bear was sick. See? From this one entry. It's such a drinkable beverage. <laughs> that anything, even without 
Well, maybe bears' livers are better at processing than ours are because you're not supposed to eat a bear's liver, right? Or is that only polar bears? Really? That's a thing. You shouldn't Black eat a polar bear's bear liver. liver. Because it has too much vitamin A. You'll die, Joel. Well, you're not really supposed to eat a lot of bear in general. Back in Wisconsin, I shot a bear. They <laughs> eat, Well, they eat trash, right? That's why you're not supposed to eat them? I think so. I think bears, especially the ones that are coming through rural areas. Uh, but we, I shot a bear once. I hated it. Oh, it yeah. It was the worst You should thing. tell the bear story. Well, so I'm uh, I'm with my dad, and we've been baiting this bear. And you've hunted. You had hunted. I did some deer hunting, hunting all your life. Duck at hunting, that point. all yeah. sorts of stuff. My dad is big into hunting. Took me throughout my life. Um, but the the bear was a little much. I'd never seen a bear. It was just this majestic thing in my mind. Uh, even while we were sort of quote unquote hunting it, we were baiting it. We would put like donuts in a big stump with frosting and then we would just get this like rotten grease from places like bars and stuff around and we just dump it in there and we put like this trail cam on a tree and it would take pictures and you'd see the bear in the pictures but it's still just a bear like if you google image it and then we would go hunting a few times never saw anything and then you know my dad we were out there one night and it was kind of getting close to the tonight i guess and we're I'm sitting in one stand. My dad's sitting in a different stand because he's going to film me, and we're going to make a masterpiece and and make the YouTube big hit. Uh, and so we're going viral, baby. And all I'm I'm sitting there. I think I'm reading a book. Just again, what um, was the book, Joe? I don't. I can't. It's <laughs> probably a Harry Potter book. But as a uh, a deer, when you're deer hunting, they clomp through the woods with hooves. And then you, you you know when a fucking deer or a squirrel like goes through woods and just like whips nuts around and stuff, and comes up and fucks you in the face. Wow. But a bear doesn't, I didn't know that it's like a cat. It has padded paws. So it's a well-worn trail to the bait because it has taken this trail before. And I'm reading a book. I look up, and again, without any noise whatsoever, there's a fucking 300-pound black bear in front of me. And it's gorgeous. It's something you want to see as you're like, you know, I guess you don't want to see it if you're hiking. A black bear is not going to cause you problems. Anyway, so I look over at my dad. That's why we need to kill them. (laughs) Yes. And I needed to kill this thing. (laughs) But I look over at my dad. He's sleeping, of course. So he's not going to tape me. We're no longer. the, The viral sensation is out the goddamn window. So I... Bring my big unwieldy shotgun because I'm still a kid. And I shoot the bear. Boom. And it, it goes down. And my dad wakes up from the gunshot and he goes, uh, keep the beat on it, Joel. And so I, I have the beat on it and I'm terrified because this bear, like, if this if that bazooka blast didn't kill him, then we're all going to die in the woods. The woods will run red with this bear's spoils of our intestines. Mm. And the bear sure as shit. It like made that noise and it got up and then it like kind of started to run and I was just just blasting through the woods and my dad and I go and look for it and we walk like 50 yards away and there's just two giant paws sticking out from under a fallen tree. And my dad goes, all right, got it. And he just walks up to it and starts <laughs> yanking at the paw. I'm like, Jesus. And there it was. We, I killed a bear and I walked up to it and I was like, I, I don't think I can ever... I don't know if I can ever go hunting again, but I certainly couldn't shoot something this beautiful again. Um, yeah. And that's kind of, again, the Wisconsin thing, and I appreciate my dad for doing it. It was good bonding, but hunting, I think, wasn't for me. And 
then you come out to a place like Seattle where you go hiking and shit and you have a, a bit of a more of appreciation for nature and not, why did I need to kill this fucking beautiful thing? Need a new rug. <laughs> yeah, well, we didn't. We have the bust of it in our local steakhouse. In, oh, wow. Uh, in our small town of Manawa, Wisconsin. There's a, a bear, like, we didn't make him do, like, an angry, like, paw pose but it's just kind of like put a donut in his paw and (laughs) yeah (laughs) as nature intended yes uh no but you know then you come out to seattle and you have a little bit of an appreciation for nature and i think again rainier reflects that pretty well right down to its its branding and its namesake and uh and they're planting trees for god's sake exactly any more nature loving than that send those tabs in folks (laughs) rainier.com (laughs) <laughs> that right on the envelope, one stamp, you can send in as many tabs as you want. Does this, uh, does Rainier score well with whatever your fucking... Let's go to is? our beeradvocate.com ratings. Mm-hmm. It comes out at a 68, mm. and that translates to poor for them. It's a little bit higher well, than Olympia. Good. Poor is better than awful, which Poor's Miller Lite was. beer we've drank, right? Mm-hmm. We didn't talk about the Olympia beer We score. didn't, what but was it was that? 66, I think, which is also poor. So this is the best beer we've drank. Best beer. I agree. Okay, I like Beer Advocate. There we go. What about the bro score? Do the bros like Rainier? There is no bro score. Really? None of the users have rated it. Bummer. Molson was also 68, by the way. Uh, So that's tied with Rainier. So Rainier But what what does Beer Advocate know, you know? Where are the experts here? Who could say? Who could say? Really? All right, let's get to our rankings. Uh, I think both of us like this beer. Mm-hmm. Given that so far we've drank Miller Lite, Olympia, Molson. So actually the order is Molson, Miller Lite, Olympia. That's oh, the Olympi- rankings. Oh, Olympia's going to die a grisly death down there. <laughs> uh, Rainier's my favorite. It's my number one. Same here. We uh, This is always a dollar at uh, our favorite happy hour around town. Yep. Uh, Sam's Tavern has dollar Rainier's. Till 6. Till 6 p.m. Starting at 11 a.m. Yeah, when they open at 11. Daddy gets his seven <laughs> hours in. <laughs> and they got Wi-Fi, so I do all my work from there. So we have a new number one, huh? I think Rainier is going to slide into number one. I love it. I hope it stays there forever. It's a good beer, it's a good cold can, and it's at the top of our ranking. The Cold Cans Podcast is recorded in the Overcast Room at Cloud Studios in Seattle, Washington. Visit cloudstudioseattle.com. This episode of Cold Cans was brought to you by Blue Apron. For less than $10 per meal, Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients so you can make delicious home-cooked meals any night of the week. Cold Cans listeners can take $30 off their first order by going to coldcanspodcast.com slash blue apron. Again, you get delicious meals delivered right to your door with Blue Apron. It's time to be happy about the food you're eating. So get Blue Apron. Again, go to coldcanspodcast.com slash blue apron, and you can take $30 off your first order. Again, that's coldcanspodcast.com slash blue apron. Catch you later, Cold Cans fans.